0: All right guys, welcome back to the pod. What is up? What is up? Um the four assumptions. We're starting a new chapter, new agreement. Um I'm a little out of it guys. I I've been uh, purposely maybe a little bit sleep deprived today and just, um, you know, I was trying to bang out some job applications and things and, uh, working a little bit on a project and putting a little bit of work on those two things and, um, decided let me just get back to doing some podcasting because that's kind of what I want to do today, um, I don't really feel like doing much else. I'll probably just do that and then go to bed. Um, It's a little after 6.30 p.m. right now. Oh, it's almost 7 p.m. actually. I'll probably only stay up till like 9, 9 9.30 p.m. Uh, I'm going to call in an early night. But yeah, so pages 63, 64, 65, 66... Page 63 starts on the third agreement, which is in chapter four. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. So I like this part on page. I try to take a quote from each time if I find something that's kind of nice. They say an example. This page 65 at the bottom. You are walking in the mall and you see a person you like. That person turns to you and smiles and then walks away. You can make a lot of assumptions just because of this one experience. With these assumptions, you can create a whole fantasy. And you really want to believe this fantasy and make it real. Um, And it basically goes on to say that, you know maybe you have this belief oh this person really likes me and this whole like fantasy about this whole relationship and uh getting married and all this kind of stuff and it's like I mean I I can honestly say I've had that happen before not exactly like walking in the mall or whatever but I mean you know I can definitely say that you know I've I've probably multiple, multiple interactions I've had with people, I've made an assumption, um, it can be simple stuff, like, you know, you're talking to a friend that, you know, um, mentioned something that, you know, like, maybe, maybe you had plans to go out, um, to do something, like tentative plans but it wasn't anything solid you have plans to go do something and then you're kind of like in a group discussion like with some friends and that person and they mention like oh like you were gonna come over the other day and like you didn't come over I know like we couldn't meet up and like I really wanted you to come over and stuff and it's like cool like like nice it's nice to have people who want you to come over nice to have people who want you around uh and even if they were just calmly saying it just stating it like it's just their opinion and you know it can be easy to to take something like that and assume like oh like they're saying this because they're upset with me um they're saying this because they don't you know because they're upset that I wasn't able to come over to their house um you know, or, you know, whatever reason, but it's like, maybe they're just mentioning it, acknowledging that, you know, they wanted to meet up, you know, like, it, maybe they weren't even having, like, a negative opinion about the fact that it didn't happen, you know, like, it's very possible that, you know, somebody would just not really have a lot to say, um, like, a lot to assume like it's kind of interesting because it's like oh this person's mad at me but then it's like are they like they didn't mention it maybe before they didn't mention it maybe in an angry voice they weren't specifically stating that they were angry at you their tone didn't seem angry they were talking matter-of-factly and you know it's like to assume that they're hurt or mad or angry Uh, when they're not implying it in any way is like well maybe I feel bad or guilty maybe that's what it is maybe it's not because they uh maybe it's not (laughs) I don't know like maybe it's just not true you know or you know um I know this it happens a lot with like like dating like meeting somebody and you could be like really interested and like oh like I really like this person and it could be like one date and it's like you know it's easy to like picture like oh like I can imagine them meeting with my friends and I can imagine going to this event together and I can imagine that we like concerts, and we're just going to go party at all these concerts all the time, and I could imagine, you know, that they, you know, just the things that you can imagine doing together, and it's like, in reality, it's like you're literally just going out to get coffee a couple times, maybe, you know, go out and meet in the sunshine, and take some walks around the park, and take some walks at the beach, and get to know one another, and who knows what they're thinking, you know, like, and it's easy to just kind of, like, create, like, a whole life that doesn't even exist. Um. I mean, how many times do we even do this with things that we're stressed about, right? Like, I've noticed, like, um, it can be really hard to think outside the box when, you know, there's a stressful situation coming up. Like, for example, Friday, I had this job interview, and Thursday night, I could barely sleep. Like, I couldn't figure out what it was. Like, I was kind of like, why am I up? And I'm, like, so wired. And, you know, I wasn't sure why I was feeling that way. And, you know, I was so wired and just kind of, like, experiencing some, like some amount of exhaustion and, you know, stress, and I just found it pretty interesting that I kind of was thinking of, like, you know, oh, like, you know, sometimes I'm not very well spoken, like, you guys hear me on here, like, this is how I just talk, you know, like, Sometimes I lose my train of thought. Sometimes I'm, you know, not really able to easily articulate what I'm trying to say. And I didn't want to schedule the interview in the morning uh, because I was like, well, if I don't sleep well, sometimes it's hard to do things early in the morning because I need to eat a good meal and everything. And so maybe it makes more sense for me to not do this early in the morning and to do it later in the day and so I picked 2 p.m. because I was like that's the best time of day for me because um, I'll definitely be awake and if I need to take a nap I'll take a nap but one thing I wasn't accounting for is that 2 or 3 p.m. I kind of do get an energy dip and so I was thinking of all these other reasons why scheduling at 2 would have been good but then I didn't really consider why scheduling at 2 would have been like not so easy and then once thursday night came along the night before the interview on friday like i i basically was kind of like man like i can't sleep and so i know that like around 2 p.m you know i'm gonna have this issue with kind of being like alert and i think i took a nap i ended up falling asleep and taking a nap until, like, the afternoon. Like, I basically wasn't able to do too much. Uh, and took a nap in the afternoon. And, um, because I started napping, um, um, I was a little groggy, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I was refreshed. Maybe I was groggy. And I had a little bit of a sip of C4 because I knew I was going to go to the gym afterwards. And, you know, it didn't really help get me alert. Um, I was just too tired because I hadn't really slept the night before. So the interview maybe didn't go its best, but it wasn't necessarily because of, you know, because sometimes I have trouble expressing myself, especially if I'm under pressure or under like stress from, like, being, like, on the spot, and this interview was not, like, there was a lot about it that was just, like, a little bit stressful, like, I was learning, like, new things that nobody had told me before, uh, because I talked, uh, in a screening interview before, and this was, like, the second round of interviews, and I was, like, you know, they were revealing more information of something that wasn't said before, like, something, like, the the first person told me the job was um, Mondays through Fridays, um, eleven a.m. to eight p.m. And then during the second round of interviews, they said that the interview was was um, yeah the same thing with the Monday through Fridays. But then they said Saturdays nine to six. And I was like, I'm not going to work Saturdays. (laughs) Like, and I'm just like, okay, so they kind of threw that out there. And I'm like, that's already strike one on my end. So I'm already thinking, like, this isn't a good fit, you know? Like, right when I go into this interview, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to work Saturdays. Like, especially because I've got all these plans coming up on Saturdays that I want to do. Like, there's no way I'm going to work Saturdays. Um, And so... I'm like, that's already a bad decision as it is. And so I decided, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, But I went through with the interview. The interview was, um, you know, at first uh, they checked to make sure I was like in the in the Zoom room, you know. And then from there, um, you know, they they kind of closed the screen out and said they had to go do something else. They were gonna start in a little bit. And you know, they came back maybe five minutes later and you know, the interviewer, their speech was so pressured and they were talking so rapidly and I was it was a little bit stressful. Like it didn't make it for like a calm environment. And then, you know, surprise, surprise, the interview starts and there's myself and this other person on the screen with the interviewer. And we're both interviewing for this job at the same time. The first person, well, not the first, the the person, the other person uh, was able to answer the responses first. And so, you know, I'm sitting there thinking of my responses But also I hate those kind of interviews because it's like it's hard to not say some of the stuff that they say. And then, like, of course, I add my own ideas because some of my ideas are already going to be the same. But part of it's like it's a little less pressure. They take a little less. They take a little bit of pressure off because, um, yeah, it's a slight amount of pressure taken off just a slight amount because you hear somebody's responses before yours um but it's not like fully like the pressure is off like there's pressure that there's somebody else like sitting in there with you hearing you um so it's not like there's not like a lot of privacy like and there, there wasn't a lot of like chit chat get to know one another it was just cold hard like this is the job roles, this is what we're doing, like, this is what we're covering today, okay, here we go, and there wasn't really a lot of space to, like, explain myself more, like, there was a point where the other person in there kind of explained themselves a little bit more, and, you know, I was just, like, it's hard to, like, listen to someone else while you're interviewing, and then, listen to the person who's interviewing you and then talk talk about yourself and think about what you need to say um it's just too much I was just like goodness and then how they were describing the job I was like this just doesn't fit you know um this just doesn't fit like what I'm looking for you know like um they mentioned that there would be like exams during the training sessions and it seems like the training I was initially told was three weeks, but it sounds like uh, the first phase of the, of the initial job you could get would last for like three to five months. And then they bump you up from there and there would be like exams at the end of every shift. Um, so it's kind of like you're competing with your basic, basically a cohort. Uh, Cause they call it training and stuff like that. And so I'm like, geez. And so they have you, like, doing these, like, competitions, and it's just like, dude, I just want to work. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. Like, I'm not trying to, like, be, like, at work, like, worrying, like, am I going to get cut the next day? It's like, if you hire me, just let me do my job. Let me get an eight-hour, eight-hour shift every day and just work. Like, I'm not trying to be like, okay, I might as well just keep applying to jobs because I don't know when's going to be my last day, you know? It's like, That, to me, does not feel very stable, and it doesn't seem worth my time anyways. And, you know, just the style of things. Like, I I look at different things, and so I could easily make assumptions there and judge, like I was. You know, I was making assumptions and judging, like, man, if I get offered this position, you know... I already don't want to work Saturdays. And they kind of seemed like they kind of just threw that in. Like... And then... They... Mentioned... They don't want... Um... They didn't want us to work... um like, I guess, like, like, we would work as teams, but, like, um, they didn't really describe the actual role, either, of, like, what you'd be doing, like, they explained, like, there'd be teaching opportunities, teaching roles, um, and you'd basically just be, like, talking to groups of clients, and I'm just thinking, like, what are we teaching, like, what are we talking about, like, and they said, you know, they didn't really have question and answer, time, or anything like that. So I was kind of like, this is like one of the crappier interviews and, you know, I was kind of like not into it. And so like, basically I could picture like in my head when the, when the interviewer was saying these things about like the explanations of the job and just like the questions they were asking but mostly about how they had described parts of the job. And I was thinking about, like, how this looks, how this job role would look. And I'm just thinking, like, this isn't going to be a good fit. Now, do I know that for sure? No. But, you know, some things about the energy. Like, I really focus a lot on energy of, of staff. Now, Friday, late afternoon, a couple hours before a job site closes, you're probably not going to hear back I mean you're yeah you're probably not gonna have somebody you know wanting to really talk like they're probably at the at one of the most fatigued periods of their day uh while they're speaking to you and so or of their week I mean as they're speaking to you and possibly a fatigued time of the day because it isn't uncommon for people to have energy dips around 2 or 3 p.m., that's very common, and so, um, to have someone who's already fatigued, probably just drank a bunch of coffee, because they knew that they needed to, you know, in my mind, I'm like, like, oh man, like, this is one example of what the work culture here looks like, but then when I do think of it more, I'm like, okay, this person was probably fatigued, because they're at the end of their week, it's, it's a holiday weekend. Like, we've got multiple holidays this weekend. It's, you know, a couple hours before they've got to end their job shift. They've probably got a lot of other stuff to do. Um, you know, uh, it's towards the end of the day, towards the end of their shift, and they've probably got a lot of work to do, and they're just banging out these interviews so that they can finish the rest of their work before they leave for the weekend, So of course they're going to be rushed, you know, and like that, that's no, um, that's no way to really, um, that's no way to really look at, you know, what a job culture really is. I mean, it's a little glimpse about part of the week. Um but to me it's like if you for me having overly caffeinated staff is a red flag. <laughs> for me it's a red flag cuz I've worked at sites where people have trouble with caffeine consumption cuz they need the energy and then I notice people having caffeine crashes and then that affects the workplace because people you know start having crashes and you know, they get really irritated and short with one another and kind of, like, in, impatient and start to say things in a little bit of an insensitive tone. I kind of prefer when people don't have a lot of caffeine in their system because um, they tend to be, like, just nicer, you know? Um, but, But I don't really know a lot of people... Um, who don't use caffeine at all like I do know I have some friends who don't consume any caffeine like ever but you know I like caffeine for uh productive purposes but it backfires for me too like I get irritable it impacts my sleep negatively like I don't really like the crash from it The you know Uh, but it helps, like, I do like it, but, you know, it's not the best of options for me to, like, take caffeine, usually, um, but I'll do it, I'll still do it anyways, um, but yeah, like, I just got out of a pretty, um, intensive work environment, and it's like, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that, like, the job needs to be, like, the easiest thing on the face of the planet, and I need to be just, like, sitting there not working, but it's, like, it doesn't even sound like something I want to do, like, I don't really want to be, like, competing with other staff, and, like, you know, like, I mean, a little healthy competition is always fun, but it's, like, you know, I'm not trying to, like, you know, uh, start with the mindset of, like, I want to outperform people, you know, it's, like, I like to set my own goals and outperform myself and still be at the top, but I'm not like, you know, directly trying to do anything like that. So, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I think, um, it's going to become a little bit more, um... like I don't know like when it comes to making assumptions I think it's a little bit um mm, it can be hard to avoid making assumptions like I do think that we kind of do naturally just start assuming things um because we kind of have to make some kind of predictions about the future sometimes you know we can't just like And how we make those decisions usually is based on how we assume what's going to happen next. Like, okay, if I do this, or if somebody says or does this or that, then these are the options that might follow. Um, And so we're kind of good at that, but it's not always accurate. Um, And then I feel like, I mean, the book didn't really say this, but I feel like what kind of happens is when we have an assumption about something we kind of do take it and run with it but then like once we start having that fantasy about how it's gonna look like how this job is gonna look how stressed I'm gonna be if I start here you know how that relationship's gonna look from that person who looked at me at the mall or whatever and like how it's gonna be with that person and how it might be like interacting with my friends or family or whatever if we start to date and get more serious like it's kind of hard not to think that way um but then you know depending which direction we go with it the energy we put in kind of goes towards those things like if I think somebody likes me I'm gonna treat them differently than if I thought somebody hates me you know what I mean and it's just an assumption one way or the other like I can think someone's mad at me I can think someone. It looked at me weird for some negative reason or maybe they looked at me weird because they were having a stomach pain and they didn't you know they don't even know me and they were looking past and saw me looking in their direction and just naturally when people make eye contact with you as strangers when someone looks at you you kind of do like a lot of times engage like sometimes people won't engage but you know I find myself like if somebody looks in my direction I'll usually look in their direction too and I think just naturally you kind of might do that and um who knows what a person has on their heart or their mind when they're just like staring off in the space like it's like you know I don't know like I can be a smiley person I can be a giggly laughing person I can be pretty serious when I'm in my head and I'm just like thinking about something and sometimes I'm like deep in my mind about stuff like sitting there waiting for some kind of thing, like, I don't know, like, I went to AAA not that long ago, like, um, and just the event of going to AAA, it's like, you're in the space with people who don't know you, and, like, you're talking to them, and, you know, there's staff there, there's other people there, like, the time before this one that I went to AAA, uh, the person who was in charge of, uh, getting the sales, uh, for insurance, for car insurance, he was um. He was, you know, trying to convince me to get it and uh to get triple A insurance, and I was just like, no, you know, um, because I'd already paid for my other insurance, and he was just like, oh, like you could still just do it, like why don't you just, you know, you could just do it, like it makes more sense. You can just call them and cancel it. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, but call them and cancel it. When I already paid, like, 40-something bucks, and even though the other one was, like, ten 30-something some, bucks, like, I'm like, you know, how long is it going to take the other place to give me back my money? And, like, you know, like, I was just kind of thinking, like, I don't want to deal with all this right now. Like, I didn't come in here to, like, do all that. I just, you know, I didn't think through that as a financial decision, And it's, like, well, I can always call back at another date and just schedule it, like, so I was just kind of, like, I don't even know why I want to, why I would want to pay more, but then it's, like, to have to pay less would take, like, a lot of other effort, and still having to pay again, and then, I don't know if, if if another car insurance would reimburse me, like, I was kind of, like, I haven't looked into that, and here's this person just trying to make a sale, and I'm, like, well, if they don't reimburse me, then you know, but then, like, he was kind of, like, seeming annoyed, he was, like, sarcastic and annoyed, like, I don't know, like, sometimes there's people that are like that, like, they've just got, like, a weird vibe about them, that, like, they're not, like, rude, but it's, like, if somebody asked me, do you want to talk to this guy or somebody different, I'd probably choose somebody different, um, if I had to talk to them again, like, I was, like, I wouldn't have called that, like, the most pleasant experience, because it was kind of, like, you know, AAA, they're trying to upsell you, and, like, i was kind of like dude i just wanted to come in here and get this thing signed and like go home like i'm not trying to like buy more stuff and like like i understand it's a business and once they've got you in the door it's a lot more convenient for them to just walk you over down the hall to somebody else but it's like i was not coming here for all this so you know like it's easy for me to assume that like yeah that guy was annoyed that i didn't buy or that guy was annoyed but i was kind of like I don't even care, like, (laughs) I don't care if somebody's annoyed, I don't care, um, I just, um, just wanted to not have to deal with it anymore, so, um, I'm, um, yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say about, about assumptions, but I can kind of see how making an assumption would lead to making a, um, making a lot of decisions or putting a lot of energy into whichever direction we think something's going with what we're assuming. Um, and so I don't really know, like, um, but yeah, So, alright guys, well with that, that's all I've got to say. Happy about this new chapter, happy about this new week. Let's see what unfolds. Thanks for listening.